Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Empire State Conservative Network podcast, episode 106. It is me, as always, your host, Evan, with the all-American conservative, Solomon Tack. For those of you who are new to the show, we are here to fight back against the leftist agenda that has been plaguing New York State for years. We are committed to bringing you the very best in conservative commentary, bringing you real conservative candidates and exposing rhinos and extreme leftist derangement. As always, Tack, it is great to see you. You're looking very well. We are very sad that you are no longer in New York with us, but you will not be leaving the show because I will not let you. <laughs> Bro, I, gotta, I have to apologize to everybody for the terrible background because I'm not even completely finished being set up yet. So I was just like, I threw my computer up anyway. I was like, what's the nicest looking thing? <laughs> the blinds. Venetian blinds. <laughs> Hey, man, you got good taste. Can't hate on it. <laughs> All right, let's get started with everybody's favorite elitist gun grabber, Mike Bloomberg, showing that he is just a complete piece of garbage by defending his statement to increase taxes on the poor in order to curb their bad behavior. As he, sta- as he said, and we'll show you the clip in a second, to curb bad behavior such as drinking soda and smoking cigarettes and other bad things that would decrease their lifespan. Let's watch the clip and then we'll discuss. Some people say, well, taxes are regressive, but in this case, yes, they are. That's the good thing about them because the problem is in people that don't have a lot of money. And so higher taxes should have a bigger impact on their behavior and how they deal with themselves. So I listen to people saying, oh, we don't want to tax the poor. Well, we want the poor to live longer so that they can get an education and enjoy life. And that's what, why you do want to do exactly what a lot of people say you don't want to do. The question is, do you want to pander to those people or do you want to get them to live longer? And there's just no question. If you raise taxes on full sugary drinks, for example, they will drink less. And there's just no question that full sugar drinks are one of the major contributors to obesity. And obesity is one of the major contributors to heart disease and cancer and a variety of other things. Okay, Tack, do you want to, you, I'm going to let you take the first shot at him. Since you are a former Bloomberg supporter, I'm going to let you redeem yourself with this elitist piece of garbage. So I, I just, as a young child, I just believed completely in Michael Bloomberg. He sold himself like no other. And at this point now, he's just showing his true colors. The man completely broke rules in order to, to run for a third term. Had the rules changed to benefit him, got reelected, changed the rules back. And he said if he could run for a fourth term, he would run for a fourth term. This guy is legitimately a monarchist. If he could take over and completely be a forever ruler, he would. And if you put him in office, I can promise you the first thing he's going to do is to change the laws where he can – do whatever the hell he wanted to legitimately do whatever he wanted to. He's saying that he wants to take away soda cigarettes. Um, He wants to tax the poor who already can't afford anything because they are poor. You already have how much, how many homeless on the street, millions of them. And he wants to tax the, the people who can barely afford to pay their rent to help them avoid what he considers problems. If I want to drink a damn Coca-Cola, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to drink a damn Coca-Cola because I can. That's what it's there for. 
Dude, it's it's really it shows exactly how the left believes the country should be run because they believe that the government knows better than you, which is why you would give them all this power, which is why you would give them more of your money for them to choose your health care, for them to choose your schools, for them to choose how you're protected. It's not up to you because you don't know any better. And this is Michael Bloomberg is the definition of a leftist. You look at the dictionary, you will see his ugly little turtle face in the dictionary because he is telling people, I know better than you. He's the same person who came out and said, well, if you want to have a gun in your house, then I think you're pretty stupid. Same guy who's protected by people with guns. And when and called out about it, he goes, oh, well, that's different. This, this is a guy trying to buy a nomination in a party mm-hmm. that right now despises wealth. Mm-hmm. Like, this guy's doing everything wrong because his only option would have been to go conservative, but he's a complete leftist. This dude is, is the left wing. He what is big government. Know. He does believe that he is better than everybody. What I didn't know about this little midget man is uh, <laughs> when I was like completely striving for him and pushing for him, when I tell you I wasted so much energy trying to put this man in office, like I wasted tons of energy. I was going home at 2 in the morning and going back to the office at 6 in the morning. Jeez. He started out as a Democrat, ran as a Democrat, got elected. Next four years, ran as a Republican, got elected. The next four years after he changed the rules to benefit him, ran as an independent, got elected. This is a man who flip-flops all the time. He has no clue what he wants, how he wants to do it, as long as it benefits him and puts – he has a Napoleon syndrome. As he just wants control. Stops, that's it. Exactly. He just wants control. Because – and I, I don't want to blame him on how little he is, but let's face it. <laughs> let's face it. The midget has a Napoleon syndrome. Dude, it's so bad. And people are like, oh, yeah, Bloomberg's not that bad. No, Bloomberg is that bad. He's he horrible. Just, he's just not a communist. Well, I, he's, I mean, yeah. he, he could be a Let communist. Him grab dict- the guns. He, he'd be the communist dictator. He'd be the guy to be like, yo, I'll just take care of all you. Don't worry about it. He's not the guy who's going, you know, everyone should just be equal. He's no, oh, and he's like, no, I'm better than all of you. Give me all your stuff, and then I'll watch out for you. Exactly. I'm going to make sure you're healthy. I'm going to make sure you're, you're fit. I'm going to make sure that you can't do anything that will destroy your lives because you can't afford to destroy your lives if I take all your money from you. You can't afford your rent, but you also won't be able to buy drugs and uh, buy illegal weapons and dot, 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 dot. You'll just be out on the street while the rest of us that can afford to live is going to be out partying at our elitist uh, blood drinking parties. (laughs) But what they don't get, what he really doesn't get, and this is a big thing, he talks about, oh, curbing bad behavior by taking more of your money. Healthier food costs more money. So exactly. if I'm taking away my money, how am I supposed to get healthier food so I can live longer? He's full <laughs> of crap. He talks in circles. He has this idea that he just knows. Like, I, I feel like I repeat myself all the time, but this is what this guy does. He literally believes, sitting on top of his high chair, okay, with his little binky, that he knows better than everyone else. He's a, literally a kid going, oh, you are all so stupid. I'm really, really much better than you. It's like, come on, man. You can only use your EBT card at Whole Foods. That's it. You can't go anywhere else. You won't be able to buy anything. <laughs> Whole Foods, a bag of nuts is like six bucks. <laughs> go to 7-Eleven, get it for 99 cents. Like, come on, man. 
I'm going to take your real money so you can't afford to do crap else. I'm going to give you EBT, and you can only use it at Whole Foods so that you can be healthy. <laughs> don't, don't even think about going to the snack bar or whatever. Oh, God. Can't use it. Just straight up Whole Foods, get your bag of nuts for $6, and get out. Oh, dude, it's so bad. Speaking of bad, okay, as bad a week as Mike Bloomberg is having – Joe Biden is having a way worse. <laughs> so Joe Biden's corpse continues to amaze us all with his ability to not only try to take a bite out of his wife, but also have a conversation about children playing with his leg hair in the pool. <laughs> I said it once. I'll say it a million times. Do any of these Democrats want to be president? <laughs> Joe, Joe Biden is not alive anymore. The, the only thing that we need to see is whether is whether Joe Biden is closer to death or Ruth Bader Ginsburg is closer to death. <laughs> but Ruth Bader Ginsburg has been hiding. Joe Biden is literally a walking corpse. This is season, what, nine of The Walking Dead, wherever they're at? He is. Joe Biden is not going to be president. He's going Game of Thrones style. He's trying to be the Night King. He's going after people. Like, how are they propping him up? And then they had the, they had the picture of the guy at, um, I forgot what, where it was. It might have been Iowa. Joe Biden walks past the guy. The guy's just completely ignoring him, just eating dinner. And then he's, Joe Biden's like staring at the guy. And he's just like, nope, I don't need that. I don't care. Oh, God. But I, know who you are. I don't care who you are, Joe. Watch I'm not popcorn. Get away from me. <laughs> Watch this clip of Joe Biden trying to bite his wife and talking about kids playing with his leg hair. And when they cut to the president of the United States. <laughs> You call your kids in from the other room because you want them to hear what the president of the United States has to say. And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand and it get hot. I got a lot of I got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. So it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again they look at it so i learned about roaches i learned about kids jumping on my lap and i've loved kids jumping on my lap <laughs> oh my god yeah i mean it really it's insane and people will vote for him because because trump the racist like really come on well, let's i just want to have a real conversation with someone who's going to vote for any of these democrats Tell me one legitimate reason that you think you can actually vote for these people that isn't because I hate Trump. That's not a good enough reason. Because of how well this country is doing, your excuse can't just be because I hate Trump. It can't be. Record high economy, record low unemployment for blacks, for women, for Latinos. Like, come on, man. He's selling rice to China. One of the first things Trump did when he got elected was sign a, a law for women and uh, STEM and those STEM programs to get more women involved in STEM programs, and you know that's always been one of the biggest things. Oh, we don't make enough, make as much money as men. We're not included in the STEM programs and all of the, that that area of career fields like men are. Like, why not? And that's the first thing he does is I believe he partnered up with Canada in order to push more women toward the STEM fields. And people don't understand, like, they don't get it. They don't see it. They refuse to see any of that. Because it's all about choice. And, they refuse, and they're like, well, you know, he hates minorities. What are you, it's like, what are you talking about? 
Who else is hosting black leadership summits at the White House? Obama exactly. didn't do it. Exactly. Like, yeah, on, really. Let's be real. Barack Obama brought drug dealers' families to the White House. He had he brought Michael Brown's parents to the White House. Donald Trump is bringing young black leaders and Latino leaders to the White House. What the? Obama really? had what is going on? Rick Ross, Kendrick Lamar, uh, Jay Z, and Beyonce—a whole list of names—and you did not see what you see now. Trump had Kanye and Kim at the White House. And how many people were released out of federal prison? Just off of two people. Two. <laughs> Same thing. Did not, no results like this came from having that whole list of rappers at the White House. Nothing. But Seriously. then it's night and day, legitimately. But going back to Joe Biden, that was the funniest clip. I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, and I, the the biting the finger thing was playful and, and harmless, but it was awkward. It was worse than watching. Uh, she's like going like this, and he's just like, and then she does again. He's like, ah, and she's like, what the f- oh my god! It's literally like out of The Walking Dead. Like he died and then was reanimated as a corpse and tried to take a bite out of his wife, and he's standing there with a hat with like his hands in his pants, like pockets. And he just, like, I didn't even realize it was Joe Biden. He it was literally looks like a walking court. He looks so small, too. It's like when, uh, what was Al Roker or whatever, when he first lost all that weight, and he just came on TV out of nowhere and it's just slim. Or Al, Al Sharpton, too. Joe Biden just looks like a skeleton standing there. And then he just hum, takes that bite out. It was absolutely hilarious to me. Dude, and it, he's, he's still the front runner. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know how. He's still the front runner. Well, because Warren is imploding upon herself. People are seeing she's a complete liar and she's completely insane. Bloomberg, Bloomberg really doesn't have a chance. Everyone's talking Bloomberg, Bloomberg. He doesn't have a shot. And even if he did get it, he's not going to beat Trump. He's not going to because his policies are ridiculous. He want all, he's all taxes, 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 taxes. And he's going to get ripped apart by Trump in the debates. He won't be able to take him on. And what's funny is... Uh, if you watch a, the interview that Alex has in Harlem, speaking about Joe Biden, mm-hmm. black people don't like Joe Biden. Harlem does not like Joe Biden. Harlem has nothing. They want nothing to do with Joe Biden. There's so many people walking around that understands the results of how his decisions affected the black community, and Harlem in particular, that they do not even want to see him as the front runner for the Democratic. Was, wasn't he a co-creator of the 94 crime bill? He was. Like, come on. Like, he was. Trump, Trump's support amongst black people was about 35% now. Yeah. Like skyrocketing. It's high. It's like the highest our Republicans had since Abraham Lincoln. Like, come on. Uh, um, supported segregation, uh, prison for profit, so many other things that Joe Biden has supported and spoken positively of, and people understand that. And what is, what's holding Joe Biden up is the, the moderate uh, leftists that live out in like the Valley and all of that other stuff, or the college kids that legitimately know nothing about politics. They just understand what's going on with Warren, like you said, 
and they understand that Kamala Harris has nothing going on with her. They don't mean the woman who really doesn't want to be president. Exactly. They don't understand um, Tulsi Gabbard and her yapping about the military all day. So they go to Joe Biden because he was underneath Obama. He's the most familiar thing to them. But it doesn't bode well for vice presidents who were under popular Democrats because look what happened to Al Gore. He got the nomination, but he didn't win. Mm-hmm. He never well, ran he didn't again. Win. And he never ran again. But this is the problem. And we made, made a mistake the other – it, it might have been the last episode. We were talking about Tulsi Garber. And I called her a moderate. And I meant that in regards to the other people on the stage. <laughs> Tulsi Gabbard's not a moderate. I know that. <laughs> but compared to Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders, Tulsi Gabbard is almost a goddamn constitutional yeah. originalist. All right? She seems extremely sane compared to them. Yes, but no, she is a big sad. government. She is a socialized medicine person. She is one of those people. We get that. We're not advocating for her to be the nomination or to be the president or any of that stuff. But compared to other people on the stage, she would be called a moderate. And she should know better wanting socialized medicine. Yeah, as, really. As everyone should know that. better. This one, everyone should know better. <laughs> Where did Bernie Sanders go when he needed surgery? He didn't go to Canada. He didn't go to England. He didn't go to Cuba. Mm-hmm. Okay, we stay in America. Like we have our medical system is flawed. It needs to be fixed. But the answer isn't government funded health care. That's exactly. not the answer. The That's government comes in and ruins have, everything. That's what happens when you have weekend warriors that only want to use their military status to help push them to run for office. They don't understand the dangers of socialized medicine because they barely had to live it. What, one week in a month, two weeks a year, and whatever else the rest of the – I don't know all of the rules. But whatever the rules are for the weekend warriors is just – you don't experience the full life of it in order for you to know what the other veterans have to deal with when it comes to the VA and, and the issues that they see. That's what I was just about to say. She's a veteran. She's never been to the VA. The VA is government-run health care. It is by far the worst health care in the Trash. country. In the country. And these are our veterans. These are the people who deserve the best health care, and they are getting the worst. Like, oh, it, I, <laughs> I want to smack people. I really do. I want to just mm, stop. Enough. <laughs> it doesn't work. The government doesn't fix anything. The government has never fixed anything from day one. Overreaches and destroys it. Every <laughs> single time. I say it all the time. It's the best example. They can't run the post office at a profit. It's letters. How much are you paying a mail carrier? Like, really, how much are you paying a mail carrier? The person walks around dropping mail in boxes. No offense to mail carriers. Please continue to give me my mail. But how much, like, really, what do you need to be paid for that? What does the supervisor get paid? Like, come on. It's ridiculous. It's complete nonsense what's going on in this country. And people are pushing for this. People legitimately think that the government should be in charge of their entire life. Like, what happens when you when someone you don't like is in charge? Oh no, no, the government. Oh, well, now it's too late because mm-hmm. you gave up all your guns and you gave up all your rights, and now the government has everything, and you're dead because we are no longer treating you know the flu. Baby Alfie, God rest his soul. Dude, it's dude. They put an armed guard outside his bedroom. They wouldn't let the parents take him. It's their child. It's ridiculous. That's what happens. That's what you get with socialized medicine. Uh-huh. You get three-month waiting periods for MRIs. You get dead children. You, you're going to die much earlier because they'll stop treating things like pancreatic cancer, which has a high death rate because 
Why would we treat it? It's too expensive, and you're going to die anyway. Exactly. Oh, God, man. This is so, so ridiculous. I can't, you can't even talk to people like that either because mm-hmm. they just they don't live in the real world. And we've said this a million times. They really do not live in the real world. I had someone tell me that blue states aren't broke because they have high amounts of people on welfare, but they're broke because they have to pay for people on welfare in red states. Which is the dumbest thing that I have ever heard in my entire life. It makes no sense. If you have a lower population, why would you? Why would you, so stupid? California so is the one state in their defense that gives almost every other state money. But they can't. They don't even have any money of their own anymore. But for themselves, exactly. The whole That's how retarded the they are. Work. Maybe if they got a, a Republican governor, a real Republican governor in, who said, all right, we're going to stop that. We're going to focus on California. Every other state can start to get their, their ducks lined up in a row. But liberal California, we can all be free. We can all love, share, share, share. Let me high, tax you as highly as I can. You got two-bedroom apartments. That's $4,000 in that state. on up to $4,000. And you're worried about giving other people your money and as much homeless as you have? Like, come on. It's it's completely ridiculous. And New York is about to get hit real hard because we have a big budget deficit. They passed the budget when they didn't have the money, which is what big government does because they don't care about the money because what are they going to do? Raise your taxes. Mm-hmm. So Cuomo's already looking to do that because he's missing money and he wants more money so he can do his King Cuomo stuff. Oh, God. All right. Last thing before we get to how dare you. Virginia, uh, this has been in the news a lot. A lot of misinformation, just like we had the issue with the social media, um, with the veteran and the red flag, the, the red flag. It wasn't really a red flag situation. A lot of misinformation, a lot of nonsense going on on social media about this tech. But you've been looking into it since you're down there now. Um, but Virginia appearing to try to curb revolution by outlawing martial arts and firearms instruction with regards to paramil- paramilitary activity. Tech, why don't you explain to the folks at home exactly what's going on with the laws down there? So yesterday you tagged me to something that says tyranny alert in big bold letters. Get your gun. <laughs> Virginia to outlaw Krav Maga, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, kickboxing, Tai Chi, firearms instruction, and self-defense training under proposed law SB 64. First off, I just want to talk about Tai Chi. Is Tai Chi really a martial art? Or is that just some slow-moving, waterbender, old people workout exercise? Are you ever going to use that in self-defense? Am I doing it? Is this how it, this is how it goes, right? That's how, tai Chi looks like the heroin addict that's standing on a train that never falls. You get on the, the A-train, you see that one heroin addict in the city of New York, and the train's moving back and forth, and he's just sitting there going with the train. That's Tai Chi. <laughs> You're waiting for him to fall on the floor, and he never does. So they want to ban something that is not even self-defense. Secondly, the law never states anything about the, uh, any kind of martial arts. And I'll read it right now. This, from what I understand, has been in law, and I believe it's been in law since 1987. And 
they only added a third section to the law. So the first one says, teaches or demonstrates to any other person the use, application, or making of any firearm, explosive or incendiary device, or technique capable of causing injury or death to persons knowing or having reason to know or intending that such training will be employed for use in or in furtherance of civil disorder. This is supposed to be getting rid of paramilitary. Now, if you want to say it's to get rid of militias and you want to bring up the Second Amendment, then that's your fight. But for you to sit there and try to make it look like this law is trying to ban martial arts classes and it's already been in law for years and everywhere you look on, in, in Virginia, there's a martial arts class and some little kid is walking around with a yellow or brown belt. Adults are walking around with their black belts on. You still have wrestling programs in schools. This is groups of people learning self-defense techniques. They just don't want you to learn self-defense when you're trying to have a militia. So all those people walking around with the three percenter, I'm so cool, I'm tactical, three percenter dude. I don't believe in the police. I can protect myself. Watch the police, the police, bro. Those are people they want to get rid of. It can work in our favor if we push to have the bill amended uh, the second time. Like uh, I brought up the guy earlier with Antifa dude that was waving around the gun in Charlottesville. Nobody ever talked about for whatever reason. And that's what the third section is going to be. They speak about um, not being able to parade around with firearms, not being able to march with firearms when it's intending to intimidate people. That's all they're adding. So it can heavily work in our favor when you have Antifa start showing up to rallies, et cetera, et cetera, and they're armed and they, they have bear mace and, and all of this other stuff, and their intent is to intimidate conservatives. What I would like to do is to have them named in the law, and that's why I plan on Monday to start calling and trying to get petitions out so that we can name groups in particular, mostly Antifa, and that way, we know we're protected, at least by law. There you go. Now, this is we, – we I wanted to talk about this even after you explained it to me because there's a lot of false information that gets put out. And it got put out as, oh, no, they're just banning martial arts and group firearm instruction, and that's not really the case. There are specific reasons why they're doing it, whether you agree or not. And it's the same issue with the thing up in, in um, Poughkeepsie, New York. Yes, there was a standoff with a veteran, but they weren't trying to take his guns. He already didn't have his guns, and it was related to a warrant for domestic violence. And people (laughs) are showing up to support this guy. Meanwhile, listen, this guy needs help. But what they were there for was him being a scumbag. Mm -hmm. If you put your gun in your wife's face, you're a scumbag. So that, like, and you could have started off a whole thing through false information. Exactly. So be, you really need to read up. You need to be looking stuff up. You know, you can always come to us for the truth. We won't lie to you. That's a fact. But exactly. But everyone, you can't just go based off of a social media post, go based off of a meme. That's not news. That's not facts. You know, you, we might grab some headlines some stuff like that, but then we look it up. We do research on it. We look into it because there could be a meme where it goes, 
oh, Hillary Clinton arrested for treason. Oh my God, that's our leading headline. Let's just go. Hillary Clinton, we How all know. How many times have you seen that, that headline? Hey, everyone knows Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself, okay? <laughs> Someone had to do it, and it was definitely her. But you can't, like, memes are not news. If you see it and it looks like something you think might be real, do some research on it. That's mm-hmm. the only way to know what you're reading is real or not. Exactly. And it's the same thing they had. I want to touch on the super quick before we get to our last segment. The whole Trump thing, the Trump's Thanksgiving plans. He sent the motorcade to the golf course. Newsweek put out a story saying Trump is golfing and tweeting. And guess where Trump was? In Afghanistan. Airfield. <laughs> you can't go based off of an Instagram post. You have to do your research because mm-hmm. the story is out there. And if there's no story yet, it either will show up or it won't. But if it doesn't show up, then there's nothing more for you to find. You exactly. can't make base this whole reality. That's what the left does. The left bases their reality off of small clips, off of doctor clips of Trump calling me- uh, Mexicans rapists and criminals. And- but he was talking about MS-13 gang members. Exactly. And the same thing oh, about him supporting white, white nationalists when he wasn't. He condemned them and then was trying to support people who were there to do something with the statue or whatever. And he walked it back. But they live their lives based on these small clips that don't show the facts. You have to make sure what you're seeing is reality and you have to do research on it. Exactly. And it, it, it bothers me because I know, I, I understand people's concerns that the laws that's created normally work against us. And that's what people are afraid of, that somebody's going to interpret it in some court somewhere. Um, we'll be picketing or whatever we're doing as conservatives. And they're going to say that we tried to intimidate somebody. I get the concern. However, for you to sit there and say they're banning all karate classes, that's not what's going on. We got to focus on what the fight really is and bring the fight to the people that matter instead of sitting on social media crying about how it's tyrannical because our five-year-old little Jimmy will no longer be able to go to his karate class. That's a lie. Five-year-old Jimmy will always be able to learn how to kick you in the nuts when he gets angry with you. It's not going to stop. Promise you. All right. That brings us to our last section, our new section, second time ever, our section entitled, How Dare You? How Dare You? Today's How Dare You is split. First, we're going to discuss Colin Kaepernick speaking at an unthanksgiving event. So remember, this section is trying to be more pop culture. We'll steer it a little bit away from politics. But, you know, when Colin Kaepernick's involved, it's basically all politics. But essentially on Thursday, Kaepernick spoke at the Indigenous People's Sunrise Ceremony, known as Unthanksgiving, on Alcatraz Island in San Francisco, California, intended to celebrate the 50th anniversary of Native Americans occupying the famous island, which previously served as the site of a federal prison. And there he then stated, to to just keep it really quick, the U.S. government has stolen over 1.5 billion of acres of land from indigenous people. Thank you to my indigenous family. I'm with you today and always. A few issues with this. One, land was not stolen. It was purchased and then conquered. You cannot steal land. I cannot walk up to you, take the ground out from underneath your feet and run away with it. That's not the way it happens. Secondly, people need to give Native Americans a lot more credit than they do. We fought countless wars. Native Americans killed countless soldiers and settlers over this land. This was not oh, we're Native American and we don't understand what land is. That's not what happened. 
We fought wars over this land. We bought some of the land. And we, this, that's the way that nations are built. How do you think the Roman Empire was built? How do you think any of these countries any in the entire world are created through warfare? Turkey. You want to talk more modern? Turkey. <laughs> the whole Ottoman Empire. If it wasn't for World War One, we would – Turkey – do you know how big Turkey was? Turkey went oh, down huge. to the state of Palestine, not the country because it was never a country. And it's it not a country taken over by the Romans, <laughs> renamed into Palestine. The Ottoman Empire then took over half of that section of the world and ruled over the entire half of it by force. <laughs> Just like any other country that was ever built. But the Native Americans never looked at themselves as just, oh, Native Americans. They had their own nation. They were, or nations, sorry. There was Iroquois, there were Blackfoot, there were Aztecs, there were Mayans and Olmecs. They didn't always get along either. They had their own territories. They were bordered and sectional. And if you found other people's scouts in your territory, you scout them. You hung it up so that other people can see it and know not to cross your lands again. They took over each other's lands all the time. Just saying this, war sucks. Nobody ever wants to see a war, but that's the real history of it. That's how nations are formed. Every nation in the history of the world has been formed through war and has had to defend their borders through war. You can even look at the state of Israel. Yes, that land was granted after World War II to to Israel, and guess what they had to do? They had to consistently fight, fight off for enemies all the time. All the time. They've been fighting since day one to defend their land. That is the weight of the world. We are not this hippy-dippy one-world family where we can all hold hands. That's not the way it's going to work. And the Ever. fact that the left is still pushing this narrative that, oh, well, why can't we all just get along? It's not going to happen. You have conflicting ideologies. You have people who hate you simply because you are not them. That's the real world that you live in. Exactly. Exactly. And you'll never be able to get co- completely get rid of the core of our nature as still being animals. It's like humans forget that's what we are. We're animals at the end of the day. However, I do not think that Colin Kaepernick understands the history of Thanksgiving. At all? I don't know if he knows how to spell Thanksgiving. <laughs> I, what he doesn't get is you have religious separatists that came over here from Europe, got lost, ended up in the wrong part of the, the New World, would have frozen to death and died had it not been for these Native Americans that were there who extended forth their, their olive branch of peace, and they shared the first Thanksgiving together. And it wasn't until Abraham Lincoln decided to have, during the midst of the Civil War, when the slaves were about to be freed, decided to make a national day of Thanksgiving. The Republican president who freed black slaves created Thanksgiving as a national holiday. Dude, this indigenous people nonsense is another thing. This- <laughs> Like, I, does he think because, like, his, his people were kidnapped from Africa that he gets to self-identify as indigenous to something? <laughs> like, you, you're not from this country. My, you know, my family, a bunch of immigrants. You're, me and our families came here very different ways. But we're not indigenous to here. I am an American. I was born here. My family will fucking be in this country until the end of goddamn time. 
Mm-hmm. But indigenous, this whole indigenous people thing. I stand with my indigenous brothers. He's such a. You're not even indigenous to this land. He's you such know a what's cuck. indigenous? It's so ridiculous. Elks, moose, deer, skunks, rattlesnakes. Those who are indigenous to this land. Everybody else migrated. The Native Americans Asia. came over from Asia. Yeah, they knew we're not even originally here. <laughs> Chasing behind saber-toothed tigers and all of that. I love how That's he's how. still not one phone call from an NFL team. Not one. But one of the guys who he was throwing to got a tryout with the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> <laughs> Kaepernick, you suck. You caught one of Kaepernick's sucky throws? Oh, my God. You get a tryout. <laughs> you must be the best receiver of all time. <laughs> all right, last yeah. the second half of this section, Tack, you told me about a little incident that happened down there in Virginia. A little uh, little bump and run. Uh, speaking of football, a little bump and run coverage out there. A small bump and run, okay. <laughs> so I'm driving, I'm driving, I'm minding my own business. I'm like, okay, I got to make this right turn. So I get in the turning lane because it's completely different from how it's set up being in the city of New York. You can't just be sitting in a lane and decide you want to turn right. They have sectioned off lanes for you to make your right turn. I don't know what happened. I couldn't see in this person's vehicle. It was nighttime. It was rainy. I'm guessing they didn't see me in a turning lane and just completely dashes into the side of my car right at my door. I'm like, oh, this person just hit me. So instead of just sitting there trapped at their car because they weren't moving, I was like, all right, I'm going to scrape up the rest of the side of my door and pull forward so I can get out. So I pull forward, continue to write, realize there's nowhere to pull over. So I can't just get out and, like, I don't want to block the lane and all that. So I turn on my hazards, and I'm going about 40. They slow way down, but they're still driving. I stop. They put it in reverse. At this point, I notice they're trying to run. Oh, God. (laughs) So I put my car in park. I'm like, I don't care if it's anywhere to not pull over. I'm going to leave my hazards on. I step out. As soon as I step out, they floor it in reverse. I'm like, ah, (laughs) they're running from me. (laughs) How dare they? How dare you? (laughs) So they turn going down the opposite side, like going toward traffic. Oh, God. I'm like, okay, I can't turn around and chase them. So I keep watching them, and they just bust over the median. and just. you get the plate? What? Did you get their plate number? I didn't get anything. They ended what up were you behind me this whole time. They ended up behind me. It was nighttime. No clue what's. It was just the weirdest thing ever that I've seen in my life. And I thought they were trying to set me up. I was like, this has to be a setup. This is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. The fact that I'm trying to, I put my hazards on, you know I'm going to pull over. Once I get somewhere populated or like a gas station or something that has a parking lot. Just keep following me so we can switch information. But they just trailed all the way behind as I'm going extremely slow in comparison to the the speed limits down there on those back roads. Oh, God. And then when I stop, you throw it in reverse. They were so far behind me, I couldn't even – I couldn't see what their license plate was. All I know is I wanted to punch them in the face. (laughs) (laughs) That's – I wanted to – Impulse control, Tack. Impulse no more control. Impulse about control. This. I just wanted to be like, I'm God. <laughs> God. <laughs> How dare you? How dare thee? How dare you? 
stab me. I was pissed off. Oh my god. Dude, that's if I could have shot him, I probably would have, but uh <laughs> impulse control. Impulse control tack. You're not a leftist, okay? <laughs> impulse control. Personal responsibility. <laughs> All right, everyone, that is it for today. If you liked this episode, even if you didn't really like it, but you kind of enjoyed it, please subscribe, rate five stars, leave us reviews on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, everything. Help us grow the show. We're going to have some exciting guests coming up very, very soon. I'm going to finalize it. I will be posting little things on social media. So make sure to follow us on Instagram at GetRedPilledNY. That is where I post most of the things, but also on Facebook at Empire State Conservatives, on YouTube at Empire State Conservatives, on SoundCloud at Empire State Conservative Network, and on iTunes podcast at Empire State Conservatives. Make sure you follow Tax Personal at Solomon Tack. That's two A's and a C. There is no K in Tack. Remember, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself, and don't let fear take your freedom. On God! Thank you.